Where are you going to go for the best in college radio? The University of Central Missouri, of course. Tune in to the UCM radio station, The Beat. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Sports Page right here on UCM The Beat. I'm your host, Krim Benedict, and today we'll be visiting with Jenny's head basketball coach, Dave Slifer, and sophomore transfer, Lauren Frost. It's time now for Sports Page. It is Dave Slifer's 19th season as the head women's basketball coach at UCM. In his time as coach, he has led the Jennies to 11 NCAA postseason bursts and a national championship in 2017-2018 with the Jennies' best record in team history. Coach Slifer is going into this coming season as the second winningest active coach in Division II and 13th across all three divisions with 759 career wins. Not only is he one of the winningest coaches at UCM, but prior to coming here, he was the winningest coach in Missouri Western women's basketball history. Welcome, Coach. It is great to have you today. It is great to be here. We're excited about the Jenny season. So, just to start out, what made you want to become a basketball coach? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, after college, I would played basketball in college, and I would played at Mount Mercy College after playing at a JUCO in Illinois and uh, Mount Mercy's in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I came home and uh, worked at my dad's grain elevator. <laughs> and this was back in the early 80s when, uh, and interest rates are starting to get up now, but the interest rates went crazy. And a lot of things happened, but uh, pretty soon we were no longer in the grain business. And so uh, it's funny because my uh, junior college coach from Illinois got the AD men's basketball job at Mount Mercy, where I graduated from, and I was able to uh, get on with him and run the building and was an assistant uh, men's basketball coach. Uh, did that for four years. The women's job opened up. Never thought I'd coach women, and I've <laughs> never looked back. I have uh, loved it and had a, a great, great time with it. That's awesome. So from there, you went to Missouri Western, correct? Yes, I did. I was at uh, Mount Mercy six years as the uh, head women's coach. And then in our conference, uh, Missouri Western, uh, we'd actually played them twice that year. We got to the Final Four of the NAI Division II, and they got to the Final Four of the NCAA Division II. We split. Uh, they beat us at their place. We beat them at our place. And they about had to hire me, so they hired me. <laughs> Was there for nine great years, and uh, Central Missouri came calling, and uh, have been here ever since. I was about to say you had a very successful career at Missouri Western. Um, so, was, what brought you here? Uh, I'd gone through four ads in nine years, and that's always hard. And so, uh, uh, Central Missouri's a, a, a place where. And, and I, whenever I got interviewed here, I just said, I, I really don't want anybody else coming here because I think this is a great place to win a national championship. And, and, and we finally did it. It took us a while, but we finally did it, and uh, it was well, well, well worth it. Yeah, glad you got here. I mean, you have just as much success here as you did there, so that's awesome. Well, it's been a, it's been a good run, and uh, obviously when you have good players, you're going to win games. So, yeah, speaking of which, last year you killed it defensively and offensively. Can you talk about your strategies for that? Well, uh, last year was interesting because we did have the toughest schedule in the country. And that's, uh, you know, there's uh, 
uh, what is there now, 240 Division II schools, and we were number one as far as strength of schedule. Uh, we weren't quite as successful as we wanted to be. We were 19-11, which is a nice record, but uh, uh, the year before we'd gone to the Final Four and feel like that uh, we want to get back on that track this year. So as you look into the season, what are some of your goals? I think the biggest thing that we've got is uh, we want to make sure that we're deeper than we have been. And so we're trying to make sure that our bench is uh, is ready to play and able to play. And if we can go 8, 9, 10 deep, uh, we'll we'll have a chance, I think, every, every night because uh, this is the toughest – uh, conference in Division Two, they're uh, we're deep. We've got a lot of teams. We we're picked fifth out of the fourteen teams, and we'd kind of like to prove them wrong. As I say, looking at you, this like schedule was it anything compared to last year's? Could you explain it was hard? Yeah, no. We decided that uh, it didn't help us last year to play such the tough schedule, and it, I don't know. I, I with the non-conference schedule, it was crazy. I mean, we played so many good teams, and then we were going through the conference. And all of a sudden I'm going, God, it just seems like it seems like we don't get a break here. <laughs> so I started looking at it, and there's 14 teams. You play 10 teams, or excuse me, nine teams twice, four teams once, and obviously you're the yeah. 14th team. Well, the teams that we played once last year finished 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th. So <laughs> even though we had a tough non-conference schedule, heck, I've considered our conference schedule very, very tough. So, right. uh, it was unfortunate we finished ninth in the region. The top eight make it, and uh, I, I think that's always going to be a goal of ours is to try to win the conference, conference tournament, and get to the regional and, and make some headway in the regional tournament. So, as I was reviewing your roster, it appears that you have a very young team. How do you think that'll play a factor? Well, it with COVID. I think everybody's got a young team. It's just a, a different uh, – we're just in a different era right now because so many kids can play five years. Um, and, and fact is, I've never had this happen before, but this year we recruited a, a junior college player from Iowa, and she was at a junior college for four years. That is crazy. She ACL'd her first year, so she uh, got a red shirt – she played. She played the, her sophomore year, and the coach said, well, since it's COVID, you can come back and play one more year. Why don't you give it a try? And she ended up being the uh, JUCO Division II Player <laughs> of the Year. And, uh, you know, she's had a lot of experience. And wow. so we looked uh, forward to, to having her this year. It's Ashley Toole. So as you look at those vet veteran players, um, how are you expecting them to guide and lead these newer players? Well, you've got uh, – uh, all kinds of kids that have played for this will be their third year playing. And as freshmen, uh, two years ago, they played a lot on the Final Four team. And uh, Olivia Nelson started every game. Grayson Holden came off the bench, but she averaged 12.5 points a game and, and really played well as a, a freshman. Charlie uh, Beauvaird is uh, uh, unfortunately hurt right now. Charlie. Uh, tore an Achilles tendon in her leg uh, at a scrimmage last week. So she'll take this year and recover and uh, get back to 100% next year. That's awesome. Uh, Brooke Luttrell's the other uh, freshman that played a lot, and she started and played a lot. Uh, and uh, last year averaged 20 points a game for us. Dang. So you've coached for a very long time with many awards, records. What advice do you give your players? 
Um, I think everybody just right now with uh, social media and everything else, it's live in the moment and just, just enjoy this four or five years or six years in some people's cases goes by quicker than anything. There's nothing like playing in kind of a weird twist because Charlie got hurt and we had 11 on the roster. We had a graduate assistant, Robin Campbell, who came from Malone University out in Ohio, which is Division II school, and she played there for the last uh, four years. Well, she actually has another year left, and so we decided to go ahead and activate her. She is going to play this year. It should be uh, very, very fun, and, and, yes. and she is super excited about it because I love coaching. There's nothing like coaching, but playing is the right. best. Sounds like you got a great mix of girls. It's going to be some success this year. We do. We do. <laughs> And the, the young lady that you'll uh, talk to here in a few minutes is uh, a transfer student, and uh, I we're very excited because she sees the floor so well. She has already helped Olivia out, and uh, I I can't wait for our conference to uh, to see what she's got uh, uh, in store for them. That's awesome. So that leads me to my final question: What is your favorite thing about coaching? Oh, I'd say that. Uh, uh, I love the relationships with the players, the assistant coaches, the GAs. Uh, and one of my most favorite thing to do is after we play a game or have a scrimmage is to watch the videotape at home, just relaxing <laughs> with the staff. And uh, we absolutely enjoy it. We make fun of each other. We make fun of our players. And so that's what it's all about is that you got to have fun with what you do. No, that's awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, Coach, and thank good you. luck once your season begins. Red, thank you so much. That was women's head basketball coach Dave Slifer. When we come back, we'll be visiting with redshirt sophomore guard Lauren Frost. You're listening to Sports Page on UCM The Beat. We can stop to make sure someone is okay. Get in the way and disrupt the situation. Codify an authority. Or walk them home safely. We can change the language around rape. We can make campuses safer for our teammates our friends, and our classmates. We cannot be bystanders. Taking action isn't always easy, but it's on, on us, us to intervene. Because we can. Learn more and take the pledge at itsonus.org. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Sports Page, only on UCM The Beat. I am here with redshirt sophomore Lauren Frost. Lauren transferred to UCM from Omaha. Last season, she made three starts over 18 appearances, averaging 3.2 points and 1.7 rebounds per game. She shot 42% from the field and 70% from the free throw line and totaled 16 assists and 15 steals. Prior to that, she was a five-year letter winner at Park Center High School in Minnesota. Lauren finished her career as a 1,000-point scorer and went 24-5 as a senior. She went a three-time All-Conference Honorable Mention recipient and her teams went a combined 92-23 to 23 over her last three seasons. Welcome, Lauren. I am excited to have you today. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. 
I want to just start off by asking, what do you love most about basketball? Uh, I've been playing basketball since I was as young as I can remember, and just the love for the game has never faded, and I just love practicing, love getting better, and love winning. Did you know that coming to play college basketball was always a dream of yours? Yes, I've always wanted to play um, college basketball after high school, um, and it's just a great feeling. It's great to be a college athlete. So what brought you to UCM? Um, You transferred here. Uh, Was coming to UCM always the end goal, or...? So I started off at Omaha. I was there for two years, and I was actually recruited there by one of the assistants that is now here, Coach Keister. Um, so once I entered the portal, he reached out to me, and I he was one of the main reasons I went to Omaha. So I was excited to play for him here, too. And, um, yeah, it's been great so far. Small world. <laughs> so is being a college athlete what you expected? Well, everyone has kind of like a bad rap around college athletes. You know, it's so much time you put into your sport and you don't have enough time to sleep and have social life. But time management is a big thing that you gain out of being a college athlete. And I think that can help in life just in general. So I personally love it. I wouldn't want it to be any other way. And it's so beneficial because you get to take those skills uh, you learn on the court and use them outside of the court yes. and apply them to like actual life, which is exactly I feel very beneficial. So as you look into the season, how are you preparing yourself, not only mentally, but like physically? Well, preseason was pretty rough. (laughs) We did a lot of running. So that has definitely helped our whole team in being like conditioned to play the full full game. So I think um, also doing these scrimmages that we've been doing helps us prepare for our very first game coming up here not too soon. That's awesome. So what is your favorite thing, I mean, so far, I guess, about being a Jenny's basketball player? I would say the environment. Our team is just incredible. (laughs) I've clicked with them so soon, and um, being around them every day is just awesome. I love it here. I'm not around them like you are, but I feel like all the basketball players here, it's such a positive environment, and I love being around the girls. Yeah. I have a few friends. No, it's awesome. Yes, they are awesome. All righty, so what do you hope to accomplish this season? I want to win that title, that national title. I know I know they did it in 2018, and I just feel like our team is um, very, very good, and I think we could definitely do it again this year. Definitely good. What is the best piece of advice Coach Slifer has given you? <laughs> um, I would say... Just work hard. I mean, that's what he preaches every day, and I feel like our team has been doing that. So, that's yeah. awesome. As Coach Slifer's just sitting right beside us. <laughs> um, what advice would you give to someone wanting to play basketball in college? I would just say keep working. I mean, it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint, and you gotta keep putting in the work every day if you wanna be a college athlete. Just in general, I mean. It's very rare to play after high school, so just keep putting in that work and you'll get there. You've come so far, so we can see all the hard work you've given. <laughs> okay, Lauren, this is the segment of the show where um, we're going to play rapid fire. I'm just going to ask you questions, and then you're going to answer as fast as you can. Okay. <laughs> it's my favorite. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All-time favorite basketball player? Mm, my more. Least favorite conditioning workout? Um... Probably all the stuff we did preseason. <laughs> Any preseason conditioning. Yes. Your biggest influence in life? 
Um, probably my mom. If you didn't play basketball, what would you do? Probably play soccer, to be honest. Soccer? Yes. Whoa! <laughs> um, your go-to hype song? Mm, Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. And your go-to sonic drink? Ooh, um, medium. Blue raspberry slushy with nerds. <laughs> okay, actually, I have one more. Who would win your Coach Slifer on a one-on-one basketball matchup? <laughs> me. Me, me, me. <laughs> All the way. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show with me today, and good luck once your season begins. Yes, thank you so much. That was redshirt sophomore Lauren Frost. The Jenny's first basketball game is November 11th against Northern State. When we come back, we'll take a look around UCM Athletics. You're listening to Sports Page on UCM The Beat. Hey everybody, Rachel Ray here. Nothing puts a bigger smile on my face than cooking up a big meal for family and friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in America who are struggling with hunger. These children, that's one out of every five, often have to skip meals because there's just nothing to eat in the kitchen. Yet there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food produced right here in America to feed every last hungry child. If only there was a way to get it to them. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families all across our country. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America at your local food bank and at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. From court to court and lane to lane under the lights or under the sun. No one delivers Division II sports like NCAA.com. The center of D2 is inside the NCAA.com hub. With exclusive highlights of every sport and live broadcasts of every Division II championship found nowhere else. Make NCAA.com yours. The home of Division II college sports. Time now for a look around UCM Athletics. Mules Golf completed their fall season this past Tuesday at the Tulsa Cup by tying with Missouri Southern for ninth place after shooting a two-day combined score of 6-12. And a shout-out to redshirt sophomore Alex Gentry, who tied 10th place at the Tulsa Cup. Jenny's Golf also played their last fall tournament at the Tulsa Cup on Tuesday, placing second out of 18 teams. The Jenny shot a two-round combined score of 6-18. Redshirt senior Rosie Klossner finished the tournament tied for fifth place. We will see the Mules and Jenny's golfers back out on the course this coming spring. Jenny's soccer is killing it this season with a 15-1-2 record. This past Friday, they faced Missouri Western, winning 4-1, taking home their 13th MIAA regular season championship in program history. Then on Sunday, Julia Kristen scored two second-half goals in leading the Jennies to a 2-0 win against the Missouri Southern Lions. This was their last match of the regular season. They take on the MIAA tournament beginning October 30th at the South Recreation Complex against Missouri Western. The game will start at 1 p.m. Jennies Volleyball faced number 6-ranked Nebraska Kearney this past Friday and took home a 3-2 win. Sophomore Tiffany Little led the team with 18 kills and 10 digs, while redshirt freshman Labrero Grace Winkleman had a team high of 20 digs. Then on Saturday, they played Fort Hayes State and won 3-0. A great weekend for the Jennies, making their record so far this season 16-8. Their next match is on October 27th at Edmond, Oklahoma against Central Oklahoma starting at 6 p.m. 
Then on October 28th, they play in Wichita, Kansas against the Newman Jets starting at 6 p.m. Mules Cross Country placed fourth at the Bearcat Cross Country Open at Southwest Baptist University this past Friday. Two of the Mule runners finished in the top five. Paul Coral took first place overall with a time of 25 minutes, 30.09 seconds, and Brian Mitty took fourth place overall with a time of 26 minutes, 0.26 seconds. And Jenny's Cross Country placed fifth out of 11 teams at the Southern Baptist Open. The Jennies had two top six finishers. Risper Minage completed the race in fifth place with a time of 19 minutes, 13.02 seconds. And then Katie Bean finished in sixth place with a personal best time of 19 minutes, 15.85 seconds. The Mules and Jenny's Cross Country teams are off until they begin the MIAA Championship on November 5th. Mules football took a hard loss against Fort Hayes State this past Saturday, losing 27-14. Arkell Smith led the Mules offensively with 160 receiving yards and scoring a touchdown on 11 receptions. Defensively, Kingsley Ianni had nine tackles, including seven solo stops and two assists. This coming Saturday, Mules football faces 0-8 Lincoln University. The game is at Walton Stadium, Kennedy Field. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. That is all for now. Thanks for tuning in to Sports Page with me, Corinne Benedict. Sports Page airs every Thursday and Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on UCM The Beat. You can also watch past shows by going to ucmbeat.com. Until next time, go Mules and Jennies. Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled. And we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM. With campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.